You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Tuesday, March 26th, 2013. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life is a Human online magazine. Life is a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeisahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Your dog digs a hole under your fence, and the next thing you know... Protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from 4-gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E.com. Dog Shelter Blues, the new novel by Mark Conkling. This hard-hitting story lights up the world of animal rescue with engaging characters and their pets. Struggling with their own internal demons as they attempt to rescue innocent creatures that sometimes bring a mysterious transforming power to broken lives. Read the first chapter of Dog Shelter Blues free at dogshelterblues.com. Then come along a breathtaking journey that ends with an astonishing triumph of good over evil. Order your copy of Dog Shelter Blues today. Available at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. So you can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Dog interrupted. My wife was happily chopping vegetables in the kitchen when a stray bit of carrot made a desperate break for freedom and leapt onto the floor. 
Almost immediately, two black noses, one frosted with gray, appeared at either side of our kitchen island. With the right angle, it was a Discovery Channel moment, with two predators closing in on their hapless prey. Leave it, called my wife without looking up or breaking her chopping rhythm. Both dogs instantly froze and looked up at her. She smiled and got them both a cookie for doing as she had asked. There were a lot of ways my wife could have reacted to that incident. A loud, stern, no, would have startled our two dogs into stopping their approach. She could have turned to one or the other of them and directed them out of the kitchen. But instead, she used a behavior that we had taught to both of our dogs at the age of only two months. Leave it is a cue to stop doing what you are about to do and look for more direction from your human. Not only did that cue prevent our dogs from stealing food from the floor, it also stopped them from any confrontation with each other that might have occurred over that piece of carrot. Leave it meant leave everything to both of our dogs at the same time. Our dogs were interrupted. They had heard the carrot hit the floor and were coming to investigate. There might even have been competition between our two dogs. But in one swift and non-confrontational stroke, my wife had just used a cue to interrupt some unwanted behavior. And sometimes, that's really all it takes to prevent unwanted behavior. Just interrupt what's going on and give the dog something better to do. When she was quite young, my dog Tira was very stimulated by fast-moving dogs. This might not have been much of a problem for me, but we were attending agility classes each week. As you might guess, the sights and sounds of other dogs running and jumping and barking were incredibly arousing for Tira. She would lunge at the end of her leash and bark and squeal in her excitement. Of course, the first instinct for me as a handler was to find a way to stop that behavior. It was disrupting to the class and, frankly, it was annoying. Another behavior we always train our dogs to do when they are quite young is look, which means look me directly in the eyes and hold my gaze until I say, okay. Initially, we trained it to make our dogs comfortable with humans looking them in the eye. This is not a natural behavior for dogs. But it turned out to be a perfect tool for dealing with Tira's rowdy agility class antics. Because we had trained the cue early, and had reinforced it literally hundreds of times, when I said, look, to Tira at class one night, she instantly turned away from the running dogs and looked right at me. I had successfully redirected Tira from an unwanted behavior to a more acceptable one. Of course, at first, I could only ask for a short look, and she would go back to her barking and lunging at the other dogs. So, I just asked her to look again, and she complied again. I used this repeating of the look command to get her into the habit of turning to me instead of spending her time barking and squealing. Each time she responded to my cue by looking at me, I rewarded her with a small food treat. In a few short weeks, this redirection turned into Tira preferring to look at me instead of look at the other dogs. By interrupting and redirecting Tira's behavior, I changed what her default behavior became at class and I never had to say no or yank on her leash. Sometimes a dog's behavior can be instinctive. Alert barking is a great example. We have bred dogs to warn us when strangers are around. It's a useful thing to have if you live in a secluded neighborhood. The problem can be that our dogs don't always know when enough is enough. When our friends arrive for a dinner party, a few barks is great to let us know that company is here. 
But it's an instinctive behavior. Our dogs might not know that it's time to stop barking. These instinctive behaviors come from a different part of the brain than trained behaviors do. They originate in the amygdala, the center of the brain responsible for emotional learning and long-term memory consolidation. More importantly, impulses travel more quickly through the nervous system from the amygdala than impulses that come from higher-order parts of the brain where learned behavior comes from. Some scientists call the amygdala the lizard brain, since it is part of the brain shared with most of the other species on the planet, including mammals, fish, and lizards. When animals engage in behaviors that are tied to their emotions or deep instinctive behaviors, they are operating from the amygdala, their lizard brain. It's quite possible that you can't just give your dog a cue like leave it when they are in that state of arousal. That's when we need to use some kind of physical interruption. Physical interruptions can be as simple as stepping in front of your dog to block their vision. You could also place a hand on your dog's back. Many times, the physical contact is enough to distract them. Food is one of the best physical interruptions because it goes to one of the most primal parts of the dog's brain. The smell of food will almost always give you a dog's attention at once. Holding a food treat up to a dog's nose can enable you to lead them away from whatever is causing them to do an unwanted behavior. The importance of interrupting unwanted behaviors, rather than using a more traditional correction, is that you are not creating a confrontation with your dog. Traditional approaches to unwanted behavior were to find a way to stop it. Interruptions, on the other hand, are a temporary measure until you can get the dog to do a more acceptable behavior. In other words, you are not saying no to your dog. You are really saying not that so that you can get to a place where you can show them what the preferred behavior would be. It may seem like a small distinction, but I believe it is an important one. Dogs always behave the way they do for a reason. We might not understand why they need to bark, but rest assured that they do. When we tell them no, we are telling them that they are wrong, and that can be frustrating. To make matters worse, we're not giving them any alternatives. Interrupting a behavior is a different process. It acknowledges that the dog has a reason for what they are doing, even if we don't understand it. By interrupting, we are teaching the dog that there are alternatives, and we help them to give us behaviors that we like in place of the ones that we don't like. Whether you use redirection or simply move them away from what's causing the unwanted behavior, it's the first step in making them successful at a behavior that we would prefer they be doing. Our dogs do have minds of their own, and we are quite content to let them amuse themselves in their own ways. That is, until they start doing things we don't like. Digging, barking, scratching, whining, etc. Interruptions provide a way for us to change their behavior without stressing them out. A loud, hey, is enough of an audio interrupter to get our dog's attention long enough to give them another cue for a different behavior. But first, we have to get their attention. We have trained many interruption cues in our house. Not for you is a cue that I have trained Tira while I'm eating. It's similar to leave it, but it just indicates that no amount of begging will work, so doing something else might be a better idea. We also frequently use thank you as a more gentle form of leave it, meaning that's enough of that for now, and it's very useful when our dogs are barking. Our dogs don't behave badly to annoy us. Yes, 
Their behavior is sometimes annoying, but I don't believe that that is their intent. Rather than getting angry over unwanted behavior and trying to stop it, we have made a practice of just interrupting unwanted behavior and either redirecting our dogs or moving them on to other things. It has made life a lot easier for us and our dogs, and they seem to appreciate it too. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. Teaching Dogs Effective Learning is the second Canine Nation ebook to be released. It is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine on how we train and teach our dogs and what we can learn in the process. The book includes introductory notes for each essay, as well as two essays written specifically for this book. Also available is the first Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, a look at what our dogs are, where they have come from, and how they adapt to our lives. Both books are available in the Canine Nation store in Kindle format, EPUB format for iPads, Kobo, Nook, and other e-readers, or a special PDF edition formatted for instructors that includes licensing for reprints for students. Just go to caninenation.ca and click on the store link at the top of the page. You can also find Canine Nation eBooks in the Amazon store on Apple iTunes at booktango.com and other online booksellers. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.